Welcome back to another episode of One Penny at a Time, and I am your host, Harris Elliott. 2023 goals, 2024 goals. That's what it's all about in today's episode. But before we go over today's topic, as always, thank you so much for joining me on another week in the podcast. If you do like the content that I provide, uh, definitely consider giving me a rating through your podcast provider and leaving me a subscribe. That does help me get this out more out to the algorithm and always gives me another opportunity to speak with more like-minded individuals who are seeking their financial future and trying to gain success in the market. What a year. I all I got to say. And I am very honored and humbled with everything that I've been able to be provided with as an opportunity, as a platform to be able to speak and be able to collaborate with so many people, right? In, in this space, you know, for the dividend, uh, stock market, finance space, whatever you want to call it. Um, first, I just definitely want to say thank you to every single person I had the opportunity to collab with, not only on this podcast, right, who've come onto the podcast, but they've invited me onto either their podcast or their YouTube channels. Um, I really appreciate you giving me the opportunity to be able to tell my story and be able to share my thoughts with the world and giving me an opportunity to share my voice on your platform. So I thank you so much for giving me that opportunity. And here's the many more in 2024. Since I want to be able to really celebrate, um, there's a, my email is below on the show notes, one penny at a time podcast, gmail.com. First five people who email me their name and their mailing information, you might have a surprise coming in the mail. Just going to leave it at that. So if you want a little surprise, send me an email. Let's go over here. All the goals that I achieved or had set for 2023. I went back to last year's episode where I talked about the goals that I had set here. Um, before I go over the goals, one thing I want to talk about is one of the predictions that I made. And this is I was a thousand percent wrong on. I said the S&P was going to have back to back negative uh negative appreciation and negative stock price and boy was i wrong so just wanted to let you know that as always i'm not a financial advisor i'm not a guru i'm just a person who loves to share his his thoughts on investing and helping other people get started or be able to continue their own so you know i've been right on things and i've been wrong on things and i'm going to continue making mistakes down the road so goal number one that i had set out i wanted to get this big promotion we achieved that goal. Um, earlier this year, I, you know, I was I I was in leadership in the company I work for, but I really wanted to move up to a specialized position that was really gonna, you know, I was passionate about what I wanted to go into, so I really liked what I did. But the increase in income made such a big difference to me and my family that this is able to open up so many new doors and opportunities that would have never been able to been open. Um, May of this year, I started that new role. I found out in April that I did get this promotion. And since then, it's been a blessing. I've been able to take really nice vacations. I've been able to, you know, really start building up more of the portfolio, the savings account, 401k, you name it. I've been able to bump up so many other opportunities. Um, I'm very grateful for this opportunity. And we're going to stay in this position for a while. I'm not trying to move up for another while. I'm happy where I'm at. And we're going to keep building that out. Goal number two, paying off the car. I can actually say today I paid off the car. So we're two for two on goals. 
Um, if I would have just made regular monthly payments, I would have been done in July 2024. So I was almost there at this point, but got a little bit of extra money. It's like, you know what? I am tired of making a car payment and let's knock that out. This is the first time in nine years I will not have a car payment. I feel a huge weight off my shoulders and it feels a little weird. I'm not going to lie. It's a good weird, right? I'm not going to go out and go buy a Ferrari now and just make another loan, but it feels so nice knowing that I don't have to make another car payment and now that money can be allocated to something else. I can maybe use it more in a portfolio. Maybe we can start another business. There's just so many opportunities, so I'm very grateful for that. Rule number three, or goal number three, $200 in projected annual dividend income if I don't get a promotion. So in this case, I got promoted. Um, that one's not going to apply. But I said I wanted to hit $400 in projected dividend income if I got the promotion. We didn't hit this one. So we're two for, we're, you know, we're two for three right now. Um, I was close. Um, I did hit $352.62 worth of projected annual dividend income. So it wasn't too far off, right? And here's the thing. There, I've been I've been investing a lot into like ETFs such as QQQM, VTI, Lowe's. They're not known for high yields. They have lower yields, but they have really good growth rates and kind that's good for compounding. I'm not solely focusing on getting high yield to just hit the projected annual dividend income, but I'm just looking for businesses or companies that I really enjoy and building those out. Like I said, I do have some high yielders such as like Realty Income, Vici, Main Street Capital, just to name a few there. And they're doing the job and they're doing good for me. Realty Income maybe is, is my biggest loser, but we're building it. It's getting better over time. It has been recovering since the last month. I'm not really upset about not hitting a goal, right? You set out these goals to try to give it the best you can. And I I can say that as far as giving it the best I, di- I can, I think I did do that. So we're very close. So I'm very happy with the progress you've made. If we look at where my projected annual dividend income was a year ago, it was at $83.44. So we made a lot of progress. Goal number four that I set out, I wanted to get 50 shares of an individual company. I did not hit that one. And when I set that goal, I specifically said I'm not aiming just to buy a low, a cheap, like uh, easy stock to build out and just buy 50 shares and hit the goal, right? If it happened, it happened. But I just did this more to set myself. And I think setting a goal is good to keep yourself on track and keep yourself motivated. Now, Maybe this year, Vici, if Vici's one, I can maybe get to 50. Right now, I'm almost at 17 shares. Ally Financial, I'm about like 13 and a half shares. So if I wanted to build it out, if I had an opportunity, I can. And we'll see how it goes, right? Um, not really upset about that one. I'm just happy that we, we're still building this out. And I'm still very early into my investing career as far as doing this in the podcast. In May, it'll be two years, so we'll see how we keep building it out for 2024. I said I wanted to hit 25 shares of an ETF. Now, that one I did hit. Um, We did achieve that with SCHD. Um, We are currently at almost 39 shares worth of SCHD, and I'm excited for next week's dividend on that. I'm projected to get $27.86. So that'll be a very nice payout, and that's just going to buy me more SCHD and continue compounding and growing that out. 
And then the last one, $10,000 portfolio value between the Roth and the taxable. We just hit that last week. Right now, we're a little bit over $10,200, give or take. Um, don't have the portfolio numbers in front of me, but we did hit that goal. So out of the six goals that I set, we achieved four and we didn't achieve two of them. I think that's a very good ratio. This is really the first time I've ever really set like goals like this. So I'm very happy with what I was able to achieve in the year 2023. But now let's get to the good stuff. Let's get to 2024 with the goals I've set for this portfolio. Goal number one, I want to be able to contribute $10,000 in new money into the portfolios. I was very motivated and happy when I hit that $10,000 mark. And that's really the first time I think it really hit me. It's like, I can freaking do this. I really can do this. And it took me 18 months to be able to hit the first 10,000. And it was pretty difficult. I want to be able to hit the next 10,000 in 12 months. So that's a goal. That's my number one goal that I want to set for the portfolio. Um, We're going to keep working hard. I'm going to try to invest as much as I can. That's allowed, you know, that, that I'm allowed, I'm allowed to be able to do for this. And we're going to see if we can hit that goal. Goal number two. I want to hit $700 of projected annual dividend income. So essentially, I want to double what I currently have. And that is goal number two. Now, is it maybe too ambitious? Maybe. We'll have to see, right? I mean, you don't know what's going to happen next year. What if something, you know, the big market opportunities come and I can buy more of the companies I already hold and I'm being able to build out shares quicker that then will help me get more income into the portfolio through those holdings and then keep compounding more, right? Plus with dividend raises and whatever else comes into there. Goal number three, 100 shares of SCHD. This one is also very ambitious. I'm not going to lie. As I said, I'm a, about a little over 38 shares, 62 shares. Can I buy 62 shares worth of SCHD for 2024? Let's go for it. One thing I've learned, um, and I learned this from Lanny. Um, Lanny was a guest on the podcast back in August from the Dividend Diplomats. He sets really high ambitious goals. Sometimes he hits them, sometimes he doesn't, but it drives him. And that's this is kind of the, the approach and the take I want to take with setting goals. And it'd be maybe a good approach for you to try for setting your goals for this year. Goal number four. It's going to talk about the the dividend income I received for specific months. So for myself, uh, month three, six, nine, and 12 are my highest paying months right now. I'm projected at this time at around like $55.61. By the end of next year, so by month 12, and those months, I want to be able to receive a $150 payout for those months. For the other months, which is going to be 1, 4, 7, 10, and then 2, 5, 8, and 11, I want to be able to at least reach $30 in those months. Now, you might be asking, why is there such a big discrepancy as far as how much I get in the first set of months compared to the other two set of months? Most of the companies that I hold happen to pay out in the month 3, 6, 9, and 12. A lot of companies like to pay out in those months. So that's why I'm setting the other months as a lower number at 30, right? If I hit 30, I'd be very happy with that. Said we'll see we'll see what happens. Goal number five: fifty shares of an individual company. So this goal is the one of the ones from last year. 
same thing, right? I didn't achieve it. So I want to be able to roll that over and try to hit it this year. We'll see how that goes. I said there's a couple the couple of the, of the stocks I mentioned earlier that I could do it with. But I'm not going to just build out one particular company to hit 50 just to say I did it. It's really going to depend on what is the best opportunity for my money to go to when my contributions hit in the market. Rule or in Goal number six, I have 21 holdings, right, as of right now. I want every single holding to pay a minimum of $5 per payout. And then ties in the rule number seven or goal number seven. I want half of my shares or half of my holdings to pay $10 each per payout. Now, for the one that's $10 and above, I already have one, which is obviously SCHD. Vici is actually getting pretty close right now by projected for Vici in the next payout $7.01. Now, for the $5 one, SCHD hits it, Vici hits it. I'm very close hitting that with Realty Income. I'm very close hitting that with Johnson & Johnson. I'm very close to hit that with close to hitting that also with Discover Financial Services and Ally as well. So I think this one's also very ambitious, but let's set some goals, right? It's going to be very hard. Like to get, I think to get $5 worth of QQQM per payout, that one's going to be very difficult. The same with Stag Industrial, right? I mean, right now I'm projected to get about 62 cents with Stag. And I've been building that one out slowly, but that one's been doing really good for me. It's been hard for me to build that out. We'll see how everything goes. Those are the goals that I've set for next year. I want to be able to hit every single one of them. And I know I also mentioned earlier in this podcast about, you know, first five people that email me, um, just that email me your name and mailing address, I'll send you a gift. Also tell me, what are some goals that you have? I would love to hear about some of your goals and we can have a discussion of it via email. Now, next week's episode, we're going to have our last guest of the year. That's also going to be the last episode for this year on the podcast. I normally like to take two weeks off right before between Christmas and after New Year's. So it's important for me to take that time off to recharge and spend time with family. As always, thank you so much for giving me the time of day. And whether you're paying off debt, saving for the future, investing yourself, setting your goals for 2024, you'll reach that goal one penny at a time. And I'll see you on the next one.